This podcast contains real talk about the mayhem of motherhood, along with a weekly medical mystery. Because all of these topics can be pretty graphic, and because we use explicit language, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Motherhood, Mayhem, and Medical Mysteries podcast. On this show, we are not attempting to solve the major medical mysteries of the world or tell you how to raise your kids. We are definitely not doctors or scientists of any kind. We are just two moms here to provide you with support, resources, and maybe a few laughs along the way. We do a lot of research and will definitely share the things we learn, but please talk to a professional if you have specific concerns about your experiences. Here's Miranda. She is firmly in the pumpkin spice camp. And that's Melanie. She's a 34 triple D. So Miranda, um, thank you for sharing my bra size with everyone. I can't even argue with it because we went on a journey yesterday. I think we were inspired by the second breast episode because (laughs) Melanie and I found ourselves at a bra store for a whopping two hours accompanied by a very helpful, very short Asian woman who really knew her way around a boob. I'm just going to say she knew her way around a boob. Okay. This woman yep. had us fitted and titted, baby. We were looking good. <laughs> and I mean, we were measured and hundreds of dollars were hundreds. spent. So <laughs> all in all, it was a successful journey. But I told Melanie, I said, the reason this lady is so good at her job is because I think all tell she's probably like four foot nine and she had on some pretty substantial platform shoes so i mean she's right there at boob height like this is her world she sees these things all day every day and she knows how they're supposed to look and she knows when they don't look right it's like a hairdresser you know who's like somebody who cuts hair for a living and they just see people wandering about with their hair all askew and they just want to fix it that's how this woman is with breasts and she fixed our breasts, damn it. She sure <laughs> she sure did. And I hope she gets commission is all I have to Me say. Me too. Me too. Oh, I was so, going to tell you, so you my my Shutterfly coupon came today. So I'm not going to be in the situation that I was last year. <laughs> yeah, just because you got the coupon though doesn't mean that you aren't going to end up in that situation. Well, I too. I know and I I okay. put it on my fridge very strategically so I'll see it every day and I won't be down to the wire. So Mayhem Mama's last year and this is hilarious hilarious. And this is just how my life goes. I procrastinated until the very last minute to get my Christmas cards mailed out because this like is the very the, last minute. It was not bad. even mailed out to get, them, <laughs> to get made. them made on Shutterfly. And I love Shutterfly. They make it so easy and they have so many templates to choose from. So I f- was like, 
crap, we have to get these like made and ordered today. So they'll get here in time for me to turn around and send these out. Like people are going to get our Christmas cards like three days before Christmas if we're lucky at this point. So I was talking to my husband about it and I'm like, what should we do? We need to do this and da da da. And he had this really great idea to go to downtown uh, where the big uh, state house is because they put up this giant Christmas tree down there. Like it's huge. And he's like, we can run down there. We can. Yeah. Like South Carolina's Rockefeller Center sort of. Yeah. It's their version of the Rockefeller Center. It's it's enormous. And they it's all decked out. So he's like, well, we could run down there really quick because we had something else we had to do like in the city. And he's he's like, we can surely find, you know, a random passersby who can snap a photo of us in front of the tree really quick and then while we're driving you can go on shutterfly and like make them right there on your phone that's how crunch time this is people so sure enough we go down there and it's it's a mess because you have to find a place to park there's lots of i was traffic. just gonna say it's not parking is always a place issue. to get to so you have to be kind of skillful with where you go and of course we had fisher with us so we're pulling him across four lanes of traffic and it was a really super windy day I remember and we go around to the tree and I think because it was so windy like nobody was out so we're looking around there's nobody around so we're trying to do selfies but like you can't see that we're in front of a tree really it's just like Uh us with like green behind us like we could just be in front of a random bush or something so anyway I'm like kind of panicking and I, I told Brad I said let me run over here and just check like on this other side of the corner to see if there's somebody over there who wouldn't mind coming over. And I I poke around over there and sure enough, there's this girl like about my age and she's, she's dressed really nicely. And, and I'm, she's like standing at a table over there and I'm like, excuse me, I am so sorry. My family, we're trying to take a quick Christmas photo. Is there any way that you could, could, help us out like would you be willing to come over and just take a photo of us not a major request i mean how often have you taken photos of strangers um i haven't as often as you because i tend to be the curmudgeon in public that doesn't want to look at or talk to anybody but if someone asked me i would oh my gosh i am the exact opposite like if i see people struggling to take a selfie i will offer like hey can i take a photo for you instead of you trying yeah and i'm the one (laughs) that's trying to take a selfie and like giving people daggery looks like don't mess with me I want to do this myself doing it on my own I love it so much so I I asked this girl it's not a huge request no if someone asked me I would and it's a Christmas photo like this is an important family memory you're about to be a part of over here like you should be Uh So, but she's kind of looking at me and she's really confused and she's like, no, no, I, I, I can't, I can't help you. And she like walks away and I'm like, well, that was really weird. And she goes back to her table, like with this other girl who's standing there also about my age. And she like whispers something to her and I'm like, What is their problem? Like, I know I'm bad for waiting till the last minute, but I just need a photo of my family in front of the tree. So uh, 
I, you know, I'm kind of watching them and they're kind of looking at me. And then the other girl, the one that the, the first girl kind of whispered to after she blatantly refused to be of assistance for whatever reason, the second girl comes over and she's like, I'll, I'll help you out. Like she's taking pity on me because she sees that I'm bedraggled. So here she comes and she, I'm like, Brad, come over here. Let's get, she's going to take our photo real quick. So we swing around to the other side of the tree. We're standing there. And when I tell you that this chick put absolutely zero effort into the taking of this photo, like she literally, I handed her my phone and she's just like, click and then hands it back to me. And I'm like, we weren't even looking (laughs) like the wind is blowing my hair sideways, like Fisher winking in the wind. Listener. I have seen the Christmas card. It it was it was there was not much. It effort. was subpar. And like, I mean, normally if I take a photo of somebody, I get some different angles. I do it long ways, I do it sideways, I'll do like a, a tilt, you know, from the bottom so you can kind of get the slimming effect. I do all of these things for my subjects, but this chick literally was just like, get me the hell out of here as soon as possible. Like click, here's your phone, goodbye, kind of thing. And I, I get it and I'm like Thank, thank you. I'm like, thank you. I'm so <laughs> but now confused. you feel really weird. I feel so bizarre. And so Brad is like, well, let's just let's just take it. Like it's fine. I'm sure we've got one between, and we can make a collage, whatever. And I'm like, well, just just wait, just wait. And so I kind of meander back over to these two girls where they're standing at this table, and I'm like, maybe they're out here for something, Melanie. I'm I'm afraid to know. <laughs> These girls were Jehovah's Witnesses out there protesting the Christmas tree on the state house grounds. Stop it. <laughs> they were protesting the Christmas tree. <laughs> and they took why did she take your picture? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Miranda. <laughs> they that all the is, little signs is... and all the little pamphlets and all the little brochures. Oh, and I was like, no. Oh, that's <laughs> what's going on. Okay. So you have two plans here that you can go with. <laughs> Either don't wait till the last minute so you don't end up in like the most awkward social interaction that has ever happened. Or go by my old playbook. One year I was so late, I sent Happy New Year's cards. Oh, now that's a move. I ordered Happy New Year's cards because I knew it wasn't going to be there in time. Brilliant. Yeah, it really sets you apart. People don't do that. It sets you apart. Did I tell you that I asked ChatGPT what is the Motherhood Mayhem and Medical Mysteries podcast? No, I, I honestly am really behind on the technology. And I, I I only recently was educated by my child as to what chat GPT actually is. Oh, so I, I feel it's fantastic. I feel bad. It's amazing. I it's, use it 
AI? It's, it's AI. AI generative text. You can ask it something and it'll type out whatever you want. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And to be so honest, are you? I use it for work a lot. And that's why like I'm on the website like a lot. You know, usually I've got it pulled up because I can generate copy really quickly. I can get summaries of things. I can get just, you know, boilerplate templates done, outlines done very, very quickly. So I was just on there and I was messing around and I couldn't remember if I texted you or not. I guess I was saving it for a surprise. And I was like, what is the Motherhood Mayhem and Medical Mysteries podcast? And now, just so I can envision this properly in yeah. my mind, are you like asking it like Alexa? Oh, you type it in. You type, you type it, it in. in. Yeah. Oh, you type it And then it, it types so back like, to you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And guess what it typed back? This is. This I, is what I, I have no idea, but I'm very curious. Okay, so it says, as of my last knowledge update in September 2021, there is no information available about a podcast titled Motherhood, Mayhem, and Medical Mysteries. It's possible that this podcast was created after my last update or that it's a fictional podcast, <laughs> which I oh, it may well, be. Um, <laughs> I, we, I, it feels real to time, me. Time will I don't tell. Know. So then it says, here is a description for the podcast based on the elements suggested by the title. And you're going to love this. It's going to blow your mind. It says, okay, Motherhood, Mayhem, and Medical Mysteries is a captivating and insightful podcast that delves into the multifaceted world of motherhood, exploring the highs, lows, and unexpected challenges that come with the journey of becoming a parent. Hosted by experts, wow. hosted by experts, <gasps> that's us, oh, that's us. In, <laughs> in various fields. It's so flattering. <laughs> this podcast offers a unique blend of personal stories, expert interviews, and medical insights. How about that? Wow. Yes. But wait, there's more. It gets so much better. Okay. I love this part. I mean, it's already so I good. Know. Listeners will be drawn into intriguing discussions that cover a range of topics from the heartwarming and humorous moments of motherhood to the chaotic and unpredictable situations that can arise. Each episode will unravel stories of medical mysteries that mothers and families have faced, shedding light on wow. the resilience and strength exhibited in times of crisis. <laughs> Wow. Is that so wow. cool? <laughs> How does it uh, know? I don't know. But listen, okay, there's one more little bit. Okay, and you're going to, it's so great. With a mix of empathy and expertise, Motherhood, Mayhem, and Medical Mysteries aims to provide a platform where listeners can relate, learn, and find solace in the shared experiences of parenthood. Whether it's navigating through the challenges of pregnancy, deciphering pediatric health concerns, or simply finding moments of laughter amid the chaos, this podcast promises to be a source of inspiration and support for parents and caregivers everywhere. How about that? Oh my gosh. That is exactly what we aim to do. <laughs> it's so great. I have I have never felt so seen by a AI. <laughs> but I this is, is why I remembered I didn't tell you because I wanted to save it for tonight because tonight's a very special episode. That is unbelievable. Like I mean, as much as I'm really excited about that, like, that's also a little scary. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are the robots so into Like, I literally said, what is the Motherhood Mayhem and Medical Mysteries podcast? And that's what it's saying. Wow. I feel very flattered <laughs> and also a little scared, but I'll take it. Mm. 
Oh my goodness. But I did. I wanted and to save it for tonight, Melanie. I appreciate that. And you are right, Miranda. Tonight is actually a very special night here for us on the 4M podcast. We are about to be going on a break. We need a moment so that we can take some time to plan our content for season two. We have a lot of great ideas that we want to share with you all, but we're going to need some time to get them organized. We have a bunch of exciting things planned. So we definitely want you all to keep an eye on social media, look for marketing, and we have some exciting announcements coming up, which we're really excited about. We can't wait to tell you our big news. So during this break, please know that we're not completely slacking off. We will be taking some time to enjoy with our families and enjoy the holidays and all of those things. We hope that you do the same. But we also encourage you guys to go back and listen. If you've missed any episodes, you know, go in and check them out. That that helps us. And hopefully, you know, there will be some takeaways for you too from any content that you may have missed or skimmed over. And the other thing that really, really helps us out, and I've said it before, is just if you find it in your heart to leave us a review on whether you listen on Apple or Spotify or another platform, it really helps us out to get reviews. Even if it's just, you know, a a quick, hey, this is a cool podcast or these girls are weird. That's awesome. So we'll take these girls are weird. <laughs> we will because it's true and we we're fine. We are. It's okay. <laughs> we'll also be sending out a listener survey over break. So that's another thing that we're hoping we can lean on you to do while we're on a break. We really want to make sure that we're bringing you guys great content in a really enjoyable and entertaining format. And we want to make sure that we're talking about issues that matter to you as much as they matter to us. So in that survey, we really want to find out what are some more things that you want to here? What are some things you want to see us do? We want this show to evolve and we really want it to be for all of our mom community. And, you know, if you like spending time with us while you're driving around, running errands, you're at the gym, you're cooking, you're cleaning, or even if you're just hiding from your children in the bathroom, we do it all the you time. You know, that's we do okay. It all the time. <laughs> we, we do it all the time. Let the other mamas you know know about our podcast. We've been so excited to see how our listenership is growing every single week. And we are absolutely humbled and honored, not just by ChatGPT, <laughs> but by all you listeners out there who are spending time with us and growing our audience mm-hmm. in this format. It's so fun. It really is. This has been such a fun adventure. And I think it was about this time last year, I was like, hey, Melanie, let's start a podcast. <laughs> right. And and as with everything in our relationship, Miranda has to throw that at me and then not talk any more about it or allow me to respond. <laughs> for like two for weeks. At least, two weeks is kind yeah. of the, the safe space. And then she'll usually bring it up and say, yeah, let's let's maybe try that. And we did. And here we are, 35 episodes in with an awesome we, season we two coming sure down the pipeline. So Lots of great things to look forward to. Absolutely. Melanie, I know we wanted to kind of give our listeners a send off as we take a break from this really special community and really special show for a little bit. What do you have for us in terms of a medical mystery or something you want us to be thinking about as we take a break? Okay. So this is on the cusp of not technically being medical, but I do think that mental health 
qualifies. Me too. Uh, it's up for debate amongst professionals, but I think that our mental health is just as important as our medical well-being. So I, I happened across this article, and Miranda, I don't know if you have ever heard of this, but have you ever heard of the state of motherhood survey? No, no, I want to take okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's actually done yearly by the website Motherly. And of course, I will have links to all of this in our sources. It's They do it every year. And the interesting thing that came out of this year's state of motherhood survey was that mental health is now a mom's biggest worry. Mm. I think for several years prior, it had been finances, mm -hmm. which makes sense because we're not too far from COVID. In the past year, over 46% of mothers that were surveyed have sought therapy. 48% of moms have felt frequently or always burnt out. 48%. Wow. Frequently or always, you said. So frequently or always so half of us burnt feel out. frequently or always burnt out. Wow. Absolutely. And the top reasons for moms seeking mental health support are anxiety, depression, relationship issues, and postpartum issues. Mm. So, and anxiety is on the top of that sure. heap by quite a yeah. bit. So I just wanted to point that out because I think that it's very telling that, you know, what we're all doing here, we're already in it, but there's challenges that are involved in this. Mm -hmm. And and we all need to lean on each other, I guess, yeah. is, is the best yeah. way for me to put it. There's this other thing, and I don't know if you've heard of this. There's quite a bit of information online about this, but they're, they call it the great resignation. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah where moms are leaving the workforce. Yeah. There was a lot of that during COVID. Mm -hmm. And I think that all of the scientists that study this kind of thing thought that that was going to be it, you know, because of COVID and now that we've come back from that. But two times more women became stay-at-home moms in 2023 versus 2022. Two times so, in one year, it doubled. Two it doubled. Oh my goodness. So the great resignation continues. 52% mm. of working moms say that the cost of childcare has made them consider leaving the workforce. 64% sure. of mothers say that they need flexible work schedules to consider returning to mm -hmm. work. And 67% of moms spend at least $1,000 per month on childcare. Goodness. Yeah. Wow. That is a wow. lot. I mean, I, and, and it's Here, crazy. Like, I mean, you say it, I'm not, ex I'm not surprised to hear any of it, but when you say it like that, it's like, dang, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's insane. Wow. So here is another statistic, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but like I said, the, the link will be in our show notes so you all can check this out, and I think that you all should. But another staggering statistic that was included in this report is that 51% of moms report that they have not gone out with their friends or with their partner without their children in the past month. Wow. Okay. That's going to tie into my topic. So I'm glad that you mentioned that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll bring you back wow. to that, but I did want to talk for a minute about mom burnout. Okay. 
that was one of the statistics that I mentioned was how many people are burned out. And if you Google that, or if you put it into chat GPT, <laughs> possibly, I don't know, because I haven't done that. But it comes up a lot. And a lot of the articles are making it seem like it's a new concept. Mm -hmm. But it's not at all. Obviously, it is a thing that has always existed. Now, this goes back to a prior state of motherhood survey also done by Motherly. But in the 2021 state of motherhood survey, 93% of mothers say that said that they felt burned out at least occasionally. I mean, count me in. Where do I sign that? Oh, Where do I sign that for? A hundred percent. But I wanted to talk about what what a burned out mom looks like in real life. Because, you know, it's easy to like look at these topics. I know, Marina, <laughs> not I'm like, you. Uh, you have your. I'm right here on the webcam. <laughs> Same. Here's, here's what a burned out mom looks like. <laughs> I left the refrigerator open for so long that the light went out. Who knew that that even I happened? I burned and, my and son's lunch in the oven not once but twice today. <laughs> okay, well, Talk let's about see if out. any of those. <laughs> Literally. Oh. So what does a burned out mom look like in real life? According to the professionals, they are constantly tired. If they're doing all of the things they're being told to do, like eating well, exercising, taking breaks, all of that stuff, but they're continuously exhausted. That's, I mean, I've been there. I feel so seen. <laughs> Two, cranky or yelling, even when they don't mean yeah. it. Some moms yell at their kids to do what they want, and some moms feel as though they cannot help it. The yelling happens even when they are in an okay mood otherwise, but the yelling comes out as if it's the only way they know how to speak. Mm -hmm. I've been there. You've had days oh, like yeah. that, right? Oh, yeah. Feeling not good enough. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a huge one amongst moms, especially if you're a person who pays a lot of attention to how other people feel mm -hmm. about you, which I encourage people to try not to do. But I understand that that's easier said yeah. than done. Mothers are subject to tons of judgment and criticism for some reason. And that is a whole interesting situation. It is socially acceptable to tell mothers that they are the reason that their child is not a fill in the blank, mm. you know, and, and that is a weird thing about us as a society. People don't criticize dads, mm -hmm. not, not like they do moms. Yeah, that sucks. Number four, on what a burned out mom looks like in real life, wanting to get out. Mm. Do you ever wish that mothering was a paid full-time job so you could either quit or change jobs? That'd be, that'd be nice. I mean, yeah, that'd be really great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, the, the availability of growth in this career yeah. is really slim. So that is mm. a sign of burnout. And then number five, having only negative interactions with your yeah, kids. Yeah, I've heard that's a really big warning sign to look for when it comes to burnout. When you reevaluate, you know, how did I spend time with my child today? How was I present with my child today? And kind of looking at the percentage of how much of that was positive, how much of that was negative. And if you are having a tendency to have more <laughs> negative interactions with your child on a regular mm -hmm. basis, that's a really important signal that, you know, 
definitely burnout's on the table. Maybe some other things need to be looked at too. Right, right. And and burnout is an incredibly tricky thing mm-hmm. and there's no science to it. I mean, everybody's different. Some people have bad days or bad weeks, um, but you do need to, like you just said, kind of evaluate what's going on and pay attention to how you're feeling as a mom, which is hard for us to do a lot of times because there's we're so worried about doing all we're the things on to the next that thing. need to we're be on done. To the next thing we got to get this done because this homework assignment is due and I got to charge your Chromebook and did you get all of your homework done and da 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 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention that I thought that that was really interesting. And I encourage you all to take a look on motherly.com. That state of motherhood survey is super interesting. It has all kinds of statistics and information in it that I honestly, you know, I get kind of number nerdy, but I really thought that that was really interesting. Yeah. I think it's really cool that they can take some of that and quantify it, you know, and, and I know, I know, I know from, from it. Yeah. So I I believe at least you are probably going to cover something that might help us some. Yes. To lessen our burnout. Yes. Let's hit it. Let's hit it, baby. Let's jump right in. So I really wanted to kind of summarize our first season and talk about just the importance of having a good mom friend and what that looks like. So I'm really passionate about this. I think it's so critical for us to find and keep really good friends who are moms. And I think the reason that's so important is because these are the friends who get it. Like they've been there. They have locked themselves in the bathroom, you know, (laughs) hiding from their kids. And, you know, maybe they fight with their spouses sometimes and over tiny little things that pile up and they can share about it and you can kind of vent when stuff happens. And (laughs) we we had a really great weekend together, you and I. Like we went to Home Goods, we were childless, we we were bra shopping. (laughs) It was so wonderful. And you know, I feel like everybody needs a friend like that. Everybody needs that level of friendship. So I've nicknamed this special friend, your ride or die mom friend. Like oh, it? Oh, ride wow. or die. I, I would be willing to bet everyone this is probably an actor. Oh my gosh. I'm just, you know I'm just guessing. So well. I've, I've, so well. I've known Miranda <laughs> for years. This is probably an acronym. So I... I'm excited. I hope so. I'm going to go through what it means. But before I do, I really, truly want to sincerely thank you for being my ride or die mom friend. You have been with me, Melanie, from the get go when I very first got pregnant, all the way up to being a parent and a mom and trying to figure everything out. And you've never been afraid to call me out on my shit. You're really, really good at that. But you're also I I might be too good at (laughs) that. Also really good at giving me the support when I need it and always being in my corner. And I I will never forget the day that you took me to the drugstore and you <laughs> helped me buy all of the things that I needed for my hoo-ha after I <laughs> had my son. <laughs> you were going to make sure my oh. hoo-ha was well cared for and you even gave me a sitz oh. bath as a present. So thank you. I did in the parking lot, <laughs> I believe. I, I handed you a sitz bath, which by the way, everyone, if you if you know a soon-to-be <sighs> mom, they're going to look at you weird if you give them a sitz bath, but they are going to thank you They afterwards. are going to thank you. If they have a vaginal oh delivery, they are going to say, oh my gosh. That sitz bath was my saving grace. And I don't want to go into those details here, but it wouldn't have been possible. <laughs> 
that had not been for I Melanie. Mean, so we might next season. But thank you, Miranda. And same back to you. I'm not good at the mushy gushy stuff, but we have really been through a lot. And I think that that was one of the biggest things that led to us wanting to do this podcast is because we want other folks, you know, I'm not big on having a ton of friends. Miranda will have a ton of friends, but we want people to know that there's a community and that, you know, even if you might not have met your Mel or Miranda yet, there's others of us that are out here that are in the same boat as you. And we will talk about sits baths or <laughs> missing tampons until the cows come home. We'll do it. Yes, we'll figure we it out. Well, that's what it's here for. And on that note, it's like, I feel like we always use that phrase, like it takes a village. And we always use that about the kids. Like it takes a village to raise the kids. Right. I think we need to flip that and think about it, it takes a village to support the moms <laughs> who are raising the kids. Oh, we need the village too. We need the village. We're, we're the ones that really need the village. Like yes. these days, give those kids an iPad. They'll be fine. We need the we village. We need the trip to Target in our yoga pants with a pumpkin spice latte and our girlfriend. Okay. So let's talk about the ingredients for a ride or die mom friend. And you're exactly right. You called it. It's an acronym. But I just did ride because ride or die was too many letters and I got sidetracked. So we're just going to stick with the ride part, people. Okay. It's just four letters. (laughs) So R is for real. You want to find a mom friend who is real. I mean, honest. I mean, authentic. And most importantly, I mean, non-judgmental. Not like fair weather friends or just like shallow surface level, but really there for you, really honestly showing up, checking in on you and being non-judgmental is just huge. And I think what conflicts that a lot and what makes it hard to have real mom friends is when we run into like parenting styles and discipline and these kinds of little nuances when it comes to raising your kid. And that's really important. Like it's hard to find somebody who can kind of share that outlook and not have like a conflict, but still be like real and authentic and honest with you. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Oh, I definitely know what you mean. And that's incredibly difficult. I mean, even if you take the mom factor out of the whole situation, just finding real people Mm -hmm. can be very challenging. I mean, there's so much of our current society that is driven by this, like keeping up with the Joneses, like social media, like Mm -hmm. what you have, like, oh, I have this and I have that. And these like perfectly orchestrated lives that we see that there's there's a lot of people who are not actually real. Yeah. They'll they'll act like they are to like, you know, take selfies when you're at some sort of like posh thing, yeah. but they're not really going to be there. Yep when you need a sits yep. bath. And if they're not going to be there when you need a sits bath, then write them off. That's the exactly right. <laughs> and and I think about you and when we, okay, so this will be a separate episode, but we found out that Fisher had some things going on with him. And Melanie was really the one who kind of prompted all of this for me. She was like, hey, I have some questions about Fisher not being able to do this, this, this. I mean, he's this old. He should probably be doing some of these things. And you prompted me in like a really really safe, non-judgmental way, but you were honest and real and weren't like dismissive of it either. And sure enough, you know, we started kind of going down that rabbit hole and we found out that Fisher has, you know, 
a, a genetic disorder. And it was really surprising to find out. And I honestly am not sure if I would have gotten to that conclusion as quickly as I did or at all, had it not been for you just really being present and being there and saying, hey, let's take a look at this maybe and see what's going on. That takes a lot of courage. That takes a whole lot of courage. Yeah. Well, if I have one thing, I have courage. But I, I look back on that whole time period and I I remember being very confused as to how what was the best way to handle that because nobody wants to hear something about their child. That's potentially like, negative or like scary. Just, right. Well, well, just even in general, like nobody really wants anyone else's opinion on their child unless they're unless it's good, it. <laughs> unless it's oh, your right. child's amazing. Thank you. I made it right. Myself. Exactly. And I know that that is. Um, but, you know, Miranda, you know me and, and listeners do at this point. I have a extensive interest in medical stuff and medical issues and whatnot and a science brain that won't stop. And I remember being like, I just have some concerns. Mm -hmm. And like the what I remember thinking repeatedly was I'd rather be wrong mm -hmm. and be the pushy friend that's like, hey, you really need to like check this mm -hmm. out. I'd rather be wrong than be right and not have your child get the services right 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 and that's and that's huge right because it's that balance of like courage and humility and like coming in the right way with that information and it wasn't like and i, I remember didn't feel, like attacked or anything it was like oh gosh like she's really concerned and of course i know you're like the medical person so i take this like really seriously like oh gosh you know maybe we do need to look into it and i'm so thankful that we did okay the second letter is i which is in it i is for in it and I mean, in, in the trenches, like in the chaos, in, in the midst of everything, like when you are in it, like when you're in deep shit, who are you going to call? Like, who's the emergency contact? Who can you reach out to? Who's going to walk through those tough parts of life with you? And I know we've been through a lot of experiences with this one ourselves, but oh, oh yeah, we have. But we have a friend who a couple of years ago went through a really terrible divorce and it was like, the worst. And we spent time together every single week. And we walked through that really terrible time with her and her whole, whole family, basically. Like we were all in it together. And it was so cool to have that level of just support and love while somebody else is going through something so hard. Yeah, for sure. And and I don't know what the rest of the letters are to your acronym, but the one thing that I feel like needs said, and, and Miranda, you and I are we're not lucky, but we just have grown. Our children have grown to the point. Like you remember when they were younger mm -hmm. and we would have three, four five kids. Oh yeah. And it was like, you would <laughs> say like three words of a sentence that you were trying to finish. <laughs> yeah. And then six things would happen. Yeah. You never finished the you story. Would, you would come back later. You'd be like, okay, so what I was saying, da, 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 yep. da, da. You need somebody that can have that continuity and put yeah. all those puzzle pieces together. Yep. And it's really hard mm -hmm. and it's really stressful, mm -hmm. but that's what you yep. need. You need somebody that can take three hours to finish a six sentence conversation <laughs> because it gets interrupted a hundred times because yes. they need to be in it, you know? 
I can remember times we were having like a full fledged like conversation. We were like about to get to the good uh-huh. stuff, and then it's like, okay, kids, so we're gonna make these pudding cups over here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh, I love it. That's awesome. That's exactly what it's all about. All right. D is for dedication. So this one's really similar, but it's being there for each other through thick and thin, which really another D word requires a lot of discipline. And, you know, friendship is one of those things that like you don't take it for granted. And just like any relationship, you have to work at it and you have to show up for that person and you have to continuously reach out for them and be there in the way they want you to be there. And, you know, me and Mel, we've been close for so many years. And then a couple years ago, I moved away and we don't, we don't live in the same town anymore. And that's been really hard, but we've managed to still communicate on like a near to daily basis. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Marco Polo. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Thank you, Marco Polo slash text. But it is, it's, you know, you text, you say, Hey, how's your day going? You send a polo and say, listen to this crazy thing that just happened to me. And you just stay connected with each other and you stay dedicated to each other, no matter what else is going on in the outside world. And you have to have that level of dedication and discipline. Yes. Dedication is big. You have to be able to have your very close, important friend flick you off with both hands in the middle <laughs> of a bar. She did that and to talk me. Through he it. did that to me, guys. She double, double middle fingered me in the middle of a restaurant. You, and I deserved it. You deserved, and I deserved it. it. And we worked it all out. And it was fine. <laughs> It was touch and go for a while. We had a third friend. Thank you to our third friend who was our therapist for the evening. But we worked through it. That's right. Because we were dedicated. Damn it. We were so dedicated. But walking through those things actually makes your friendship stronger when you can show up and stick it out because that's going to happen. You're going to you're going to fight. I mean, me and Mel fight like cats and dogs because she's a cat person and I'm a dog person. So we always are. Right. (laughs) And also, if you you're friends with Mel and she gives you the double Ooh. finger, you probably need to think about Ooh. what yeah. what's you're gonna going to be on. doing some reflecting for a while. If I give you the double <laughs> finger, it's probably just because I like you. So it's very, it's a very know, different. Right? <laughs> I don't pull that out for anyone. No, no, you don't. All right. The very last letter here is E and that is for experiences. And I, I think this one might be my favorite one of all because we have to have friends that share interests outside of parenting. And that's spending time together, enjoying each other's company, do things together without your kids. Your friendship shouldn't rely solely on the fact that you're both parents. And I want to give a shout out to my mom here. My mom is an amazing woman and I love her so much. And the older I get, the more I realize that this woman has it so figured out. And I want to just emulate all of the things that she does. But my mom told me when I was young, she was like, you need to, and this was like before I got married. And she was like, when you get married, you need to make sure you always have friends outside of your marriage. Like you always need to have a group of girlfriends. You always need to pursue your own interests, your own hobbies and be your own person. And she lives that out. She loves to scuba dive. She loves to go horseback riding. She calls her uh, girls that she goes uh, scuba diving with. Like that's her mermaid crew. And then she's got her horse riding crew and she loves to just go out and hang out with her, her friends. And yeah, most of them are moms, but 
she spends time with them. She chooses to spend time with them because they share interests, they share passions, and they have these awesome things in common and they fill each other's cups. And then they're able to go out and, you know, bring the best parts of themselves to the other parts of their lives. So really well, cool. I agree with your mom a hundred percent on that. And I think that I have actually backed up some of the things that she mm-hmm. said in the years since we first met. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we first met, you were very young and very... I was a baby. <laughs> you were like, oh, I'm married. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I've been married forever. I don't really care about that. Like, so what else do you do? <laughs> what else do you do? <laughs> I like to ride my bike to the farmer's market. <laughs> she's not joking for real wow zers oh how times have changed (laughs) and i mean i don't i'm not dismissing marriage by any means but your marriage is just one component of who you You need to have relationships outside of that very important relationship 100 percent. yes so that is the ride or die mom friend that's the ride melanie the ride or die isn't it great i love I it i thought that you I would love it so how do we find these ladies how do we even that's what i was just gonna <laughs> where ask are these you? women I'm lurking like... i need to find these women where are they lurking around so I think this really ties into the last thing that we just said. Whatever you love to do, go out there and do it and do it hard. You know, if that's going to the gym, if that's going to yoga, if that's going to a book club or a sewing class or a Bible study or the neighborhood fall festival or a craft night, I don't care what it is. Do something that you're passionate about and connect with other women in that space. How cool is that? That's probably the best way to get started finding a friend who's a fellow mom, because if you can be friends with them just through a shared experience first, you've already checked one of those boxes, right? And then if they're a mom to boot, that's just even better. And I I love being friends with Melanie because she's a little bit further in the journey than me. So I feel like I'm kind of spoiled because she tells me what's coming <laughs> all the time since her son's a little older than mine. But, you know, you may surprise yourself. You may be friends with like a 50-year-old lady or a 60-year-old lady whose kids have grown and moved out of the house. You don't know. You don't know who you're going to be friends with. I mean, with. don't write them off. No. Those are some of the coolest, most, you know, accomplished women you'll that's meet. That's what I'm saying. Get out there. And, and find these women. There's also like a ton of online groups, you know, Facebook, you know, if it's like a geographic area for like your neighborhood, your community, uh, your school, if your kid is in school or, or in preschool or daycare, there's probably some moms there that you could connect with. I, I think it really just comes back to doing the things that you love and you're passionate about and connecting with other women who are in that same space. So I agree. Yeah. So ride or die. We talked about being real. We talked about being in it. We talked about being dedicated and having those shared experiences. All of these things can really help overcome those feelings of isolation and overwhelm and burnout that Melanie was talking about. And I think it's so important, again, to have somebody that you can lean on, that you can trust when the going gets tough and who's just going to be there for you, you know, and, and go through it. I agree a thousand percent. You've got to put yourself out there. It's hard, but you've got to do it. What an amazing, super fun episode to do. And what a great message to leave with all of our mayhem mamas at the end of our first season of the foreign podcast. I'm so excited. Woo! I think the only thing that can make this moment a little bit better and I almost said a titty bit better, would be, <laughs> would be a spotlight. 
Do you have a spotlight to send us? No. Oh, I have an outstanding spotlight for us. But I just before I say it, I want to encourage you all share, share, share. Keep an eye on our social Mm -hmm. media, because even though we are taking a break, those 35 episodes are still out there. And I am sure you either missed one or you have a friend who even a potential new mom friend, Mm -hmm. you could be like, hey, you got to, you know, check this out. So make sure that you all are doing that over the break. Keep an eye on our social media. But our spotlight for today is an international charity. And I wanted to kind of kick this off by saying not to undermine anything that we've said today. All of the things that we've talked about are very important for our well-being. However, Miranda and I both do realize that our issues come sort of as first world problems. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the best way to put it. We are very privileged to be in a situation where these are our quote-unquote issues or challenges. Mm -hmm. So our spotlight for today kind of reaches out to folks who have much bigger problems than we do. The charity is called Women for Women International. (gasps) Whoa, I love it. Yes. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. In countries affected by conflict and war, Women for Women International supports the most marginalized women to earn and save money, improve health and well-being, influence decisions in their home community, and connect to networks for support. Wow. They do this by utilizing skills, knowledge, and resources. She is able to create sustainable change for herself, her family, and her community. Yes, she is, baby. Yes, she is. Oh, my goodness. Now, Mm. Women for Women International has existed for 30 years. And in that period of time, they have served over half a million women. That's awesome. They have worked with over 531,000 of the world's most marginalized women to help them gain skills, confidence, and hope. Wow. Which I thought was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, showstopper. Showstopper spotlight. Showstopper. Uh, yeah, snaps all around. Now, they currently are working with women in Afghanistan, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Democratic Republic of the Congo, Kosovo, Nigeria, Iraq, Rwanda, and South Sudan. Wow. Which those women would only dream of having the problems that we mm-hmm. have here. Yep. And 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 I say that without reservation. So I encourage you all to check it out. Their goal is they've served over half a million women in 30 years. They want to get to over a million. Wow. So I think that's an amazing goal. Mm-hmm. The website is www.women for forwomen.org. So check it out. Some really cool information on there. They've been around for a long time. And I thought that was a really good shout out to those who are in more difficult situations than we are. Amazing. If you like what you hear from us, be sure to follow our show. And if you really like us, 
You can leave us a review on the podcast platform of your choice. We want to be friends with you. Connect with us on social media by following at Mother Mayhem Podcast or email us directly at mothermayhempodcast at gmail.com.